Welcome to the Real Talk Education Podcast, where we dive into the real topics facing real teachers, leaders, and students with your host, Marlena Gross, EEI champion, national ed thought leader, and founder of EduGladiators. Each week, we will discuss the topics that might be keeping you up at night as an educator or parent. This is not an echo chamber podcast. We will unapologetically examine the real challenges in education, plus provide insights and tips to help you navigate all the things, including curriculum, leadership, DEI, student engagement, advocacy, misinformation, and more. Pop in your earbuds or crank up your speaker because it's time to have some real talk about today's topic. Welcome back, friends, to another episode of Real Talk Education. Hi, I'm your host, Marlena Gross, DEI champion, ed thought leader, and founder of Gladiators. And for today's episode, we're going to really spill the tea on culture vulturing. Now, that might be a new term for you, but this is something that has happened since uh, the beginning of our country and continues to happen. And as we go into our fall holiday seasons or season where we know we will have um, opportunities to celebrate in particular holidays that pertain especially to our indigenous people here in America, I felt that this was appropriate and a perfect time to talk about culture vulturing and really diving deep into the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation, which is what culture vulturing is. So let's dive in. As we are entering October and navigating this month and also November coming up next, it's important that we pause and think about how we teach the truth about our holidays. Now, our October 8th Gladiators Twitter chat was specifically on teaching the truth about our holidays. And in that particular chat, we explored questions that not only pushed our thinking about sitting with the history of how holidays have always been political in the United States, and that's all I can speak for, um, but also how do we perpetuate the harm uh, and how do we take advantage of the opportunity that is presented each and every day that we have our students, each and every day that we work together, particularly in schools and school districts, to bring awareness and then action to cancel the culture vulturing. So let's just level set on the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation, aka culture vulturing. Cultural appreciation is really focused on seeking to understand and learn about another culture and increasing um, one's connections to that culture, right? You're not trying to be that culture, but you're trying to increase your connections, whether in um, expanding your friend group, expanding your knowledge base around a particular group. uh, And normally, cultural appreciation, we normally refer that to people of underrepresented uh, groups. So when we think about um, 
Columbus Day that is now recognized as well. We did not get rid of Columbus Day in our federal calendar, but I am grateful to President Biden for also naming Columbus Day uh, or naming the same date as Columbus Day is also Indigenous People Day, where we get to focus on the sacrifice and the resilience of our Native Americans. It's appropriate to teach our students about why we have two federal holidays on the same date now moving forward and and why Indigenous People Day came to be, like to be able to tell that story, to be able to take that opportunity and bring in community members and or if you have students who identify um, as Indigenous, being able to build relationships with those families and not expecting them to tell the whole story of, of their uh, of their experience, but giving them the opportunity if they would like to is absolutely appropriate. So when we think about our fall holidays, we have Columbus Day and Indigenous People Day, which I think is great to teach both and why we have Indigenous People Day, as well as um, understanding, recognizing giving space to celebrate, to learn and to celebrate about our indigenous people because we uh, have so many tribes that were um, forcibly removed uh, during the settling of our country by white colonists. Uh, that was just, when you think about it, 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 it was hard. It was just hard. And that's, that is an understatement actually, but it was gruesome, it was violent and it was not right. So this is a great time to take uh, with our students to tell that story and to bring in um, different groups so they can experience that, right? So that's appreciation. Where it moves into cultural appropriation or culture vulturing is when we are taking an aspect of a culture that is not our own and we're using it for, um, for our own personal uh, benefit. Um, such as wearing or dressing up with jewelry, say, that is reflective of jewelry that is worn by indigenous people. Um, and there's, so there's a fine line between appreciating it and supporting it. And there's another when you are, like, say, if you were not um, in any way identified or closely connected to indigenous people, but you now are um, taking pieces of that. Say, I'm going to create my own indigenous people clothing line, and that is no way your uh, experience, right? Or your your story, your past. You're doing it to make a fashion statement, or you're doing it to make a business out of it. That is culture vulturing. That is cultural um, appropriation, and that is not what you want to do. Another um, example of that, just to bring it closer home. In, the, in November, we have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is the second most celebrated holiday in the United States. What we talked about in the Twitter chat on the 8th and what you may or may not know is that Thanksgiving has a very interesting story. And maybe the story that you learned, um, I would imagine the story that you learned is not necessarily the correct one. There was so much tension, political tension around Thanksgiving. People in the South actually did not celebrate Thanksgiving for the longest because they considered that a Yankee 
uh, holiday. And during the time of slavery and even after the Civil War, they did not want to do or celebrate anything that was related to the North. Not that the North did not bankroll slavery because that's another conversation for another day because they did. And there was um, racism and even slavery in the North. Um, But during that time, the South did not want anything to do with Thanksgiving. It was a Yankee holiday in their minds and they were still um, a little, as the kids say, butthurt about losing the Civil War. So it actually took uh, President Lincoln to come down and say like, hey, let's we're going to settle this once and for all about Thanksgiving and we're just going to make it a day where we really focus on being grateful and thankful, period, end of story. And so Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, as I learned it as a child before, um, before I learned more and learned the full history, it was always presented as only the indigenous people at the time helped save the colonists, the white colonists. And there's so much more to that story. So I remember doing the five finger uh, turkey, which there's nothing wrong with that. But also, I remember having activities where we were uh, making um, Native American headbands and dressing up. And that was not, there's a fine line. Like, that was, we didn't need to do that to learn about that. We didn't need to do that to learn about Thanksgiving, even though what we learned was not necessarily correct. And we didn't need to dress up like something that we were not um, as well. Another example of culture vulturing, if you will, that is not related to um, necessarily indigenous people, but the fall has some really big holidays around that that are that are associated with our indigenous um, Americans. But another example of a cultural appropriation or cultural vulturing that I that I think of immediately as a black uh, American is hairstyles. Now, some of you might be dating yourself if you remember this, but if you haven't, uh, if you weren't uh, old enough to remember it, I'm sure you've probably seen pictures, and if not, you can Google it. But Bo Derrick, uh, back in her younger days, wore cornrows, and she made it super popular, and that was all the craze, was to get cornrows, and so Where some might say, well, wow, that's not a bad thing. Like, it's a cool hairstyle, so why can't white people wear that, right? Like, if if black people were wearing it, why can't white people? Well, the the appropriation or the vulturing, the cultural vulturing comes into play because up until recently, and there are still schools and districts that have these rules on the books, in dress code, whether in the school system or even in corporate setting, there has always been very clear, uh, explicit rules around twists, braids, and even using the term cornrows often that black people are not allowed to wear. Black women in particular are not allowed to wear. And so when you have someone that is of another culture that is um, engaging in are are engaging in an aspect of a culture, in this case, a hairstyle, that black people are literally have been and continue to be in some level of an unconscious bias role based on their hairstyle, and you have white Bo Derek doing it, 
that is culture vulturing. So it's okay for her to do it as a white person, but literally for all of time in America up until recently and only in some places, it has never been okay for black people to wear their hair in their natural styles. And what's even more offensive is that even to call it cornrows is not accurate. It's actually a type of braid, a Fulani braid. And so that is one of the, probably one of the most vivid examples that I can share with you personally um, around what culture vulturing could look like. And to make matters worse, Kim Kardashian back in, I don't know, 2017, 18, somewhere around that time before COVID um, was slammed for wearing cornrows and then crediting Bo Derek for the cornrows. She referred to them as Bo Derek braids. And that is not correct. And one would think she would know better in her whole family, um, especially with their uh, propensity to, um, to target black men um, as their partners. But that's an example of cultural appropriation, a culture vulturing that we just simply have to stop. We just simply have to stop. You can appreciate, and as educators, we want all of our kids to learn and um, and learn about other cultures and uh, give space for uh, folks that might identify with a particular culture to share their experience if they would like, but not expecting, because that is a great burden on them. But when we cross that line to appropriating, um, to dressing up as, to trying to make something cool that people in that culture actually maybe have been uh, discriminated against or there's laws on the books against them um, exhibiting and celebrating that piece of their culture, that is a problem. So what are our tips for today as we wrap up this episode on culture vulturing? As you think about um, upcoming holidays, particularly Thanksgiving, um, but also also um, think about how you taught, if you did, how you taught about Indigenous People Day and um, the complexities of that along with uh, Columbus Day. How do you go back and teach that? Teach that, teach both sides of it and share that full story. Also, um, so that's one tip. Second tip, do not dress or have your kids dress up as Native Americans. Halloween is coming up. That is not the time to dress up as something that is not your own when it's very specific to a culture, okay? That is not it. I'll give you an example. When I was um, in elementary school, we would do plays, grade level plays, and we did work in nine to five uh, by Dolly Parton and, and team. And I was actually Dolly Parton. And as a fifth grader in this play, it was great. It was a musical. It was awesome. I love it. One of my favorite memories. I did not had a blonde wig because Dolly Parton has blonde hair. Black people can have blonde hair, but I didn't paint my face white. I didn't use lighter makeup of, I didn't go out and buy lighter makeup. I was still me. And that particular movie working nine to five was about the culture of uh, of the workplace, right? And how women are treated. It wasn't specific to a particular uh, ethnic or racial group. And that's fine. But when we think of Halloween, where we have kids dressing up in blackface, or even adults dressing up in blackface, that's just wrong. And 
just don't do it. So my tip number two is don't cross the line as we think about upcoming holidays around cultural appropriation or cultural vulturing, okay? If you're a leader, be very clear about that and send a message out to uh, principals, to teachers, so they know like this is where we stand as a school or as a district and we do celebrate the diversity that we have and this is how we celebrate that. And we're not going to go into the culture of vulturing. So I hope today's episode was helpful for you as you think about culture vulturing um, and what not to do with that, especially with Halloween coming up and, and as well as Thanksgiving. And uh, really think back about how you taught or if you didn't, how you can go back and teach about Indigenous People Day. So with that, I would invite you to uh, join us every Saturday morning on Twitter for our Edu Gladiators Twitter chat. All month long, we are being unapologetic about our DEI. And so uh, you can check out episode number one of the Real Talk Education podcast to see in the show notes the complete list of chat topics on Saturday morning. And I hope to see you in the Twitter arena and on our next episode of Real Talk Education.